Coming in, Ian, in the morning, and current temp right now is a uh, whopping 25. Actually, feels pretty good out there because there's no wind. Uh, looking for a high today of 27. I'm going to need those to go up higher, Gene. <laughs> well, I'm taking. I'm just taking what we got. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. We're staying above zero, and it seems like this is, uh, well, January's been kind of a gift, actually. Uh, it's been kind of weird with the rain, and uh, yeah. So oh, I know. I did a lot of heavy shoveling yesterday. Oh, man. Well, because the rain, like, made the snow weird. So I had to do some more shoveling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's We had a stream going down the street in front of my house. I'm like, yeah, get rid of all this ice. Bye. And now it's all frozen this morning. <laughs> so it's like, be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw this announcement yesterday, I my jaw hit the floor. Um, because this particular artist has not come to Minnesota in many, many years, many tours. Oh, I thought you just hit the floor because she's still performing for some reason. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, Madonna is uh, coming to Minnesota. She's going to be playing at the XL Energy Center. Tickets to the general public go on sale on Friday. Uh, It is her 40 years of greatest hits. Wow. It's a celebration tour. Um, It's the show Sunday, July 30th at XL Energy Center. The tour will focus on uh, her entire career. So the thing that's great about this show, because I'm not a big fan of her late, her last like ten albums, <laughs> you know, okay. I'm like old yeah. school Madonna, right? Right. Um, is the audience will get to hear some of her classics, which yep. you know makes it makes it worth it because uh, I think she can still pull it off singing and dancing. I think she can. I mean, she she's in good shape. Pop quiz. Can you guess my 11-year-old's favorite Madonna song? Lucky Star. Material Girl. Ah. <laughs> She's obsessed That's with it. Fantastic. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just uh I've seen her twice and I saw her very first tour, very first tour, her Like a Virgin tour, and then I saw her uh Who's That Girl tour. Ooh. And you know what? So I saw her in her prime, man. You know, I'm good to go. I'm I'm hanging You're not going to go to this one? No, I'm hanging on to the memories of that. There you go. Because I just, she's an absolute icon to me. Yeah. Older Madonna. Like, not older now, but. I was going to say, she's past, older right now. Past Madonna. Um, so I need to hang on to that. Yes. Like, I, I'm i I'm a super fan, and if I'd see her and it's like, maybe she didn't sound good or just the songs didn't sound the same, I'd be bummed. It so. still haunts me that David Lee Roth forgot the lyrics of famous Van Halen songs when I went and saw him. Oh, so. See, I get that's that. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the show's for sure will still sell out. I mean, there's no question. Um, she's a huge fan base, and the fact that it's going to be some of her classics is uh, fantastic. And I love this. Bob the Drag Queen is going to be opening for her Ooh. show. He's the opening act. So that is amazing. Um, but, you know, Madonna's always on the pulse of, like, who's cool, what's cool. Um, so that yeah, so that's great. So good for her that she's, like, <laughs> well, I've been on Instagram trying to do all these poses, and all I'm doing is getting heat for it. So I'll just go on tour. <laughs> that's what you got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not? So... Uh, but either way, it, it, I mean, it'll be a great show, but I'm just, I'm hypercritical because I, you know, again, saw her back in the day. So I'm going to pass on that one. But uh, again, tickets go on sale on uh, the 20th. So that's coming up Friday. 
Lots of concert tickets go on sale on Friday. So you can check out all the details about Madonna and her upcoming tour at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Coming up in minutes, we got an information update with WDIO on Mix108. Newsflash. Five degrees is uh, where we're topping out for the day today. So, Ian, this is yeah. okay. This is kind of a sad topic, but oh. this story has a, has a good ending. So yeah. I'm not trying to bomb anybody else this morning. But legit, this is something that I think about. Oh, it's a big fear of mine. Okay, if there's a fire in your house, mm-hmm. obviously your children are first out. Oh, you're going to grab your kids. Yeah. But you have a couple dogs. Question, can I grab my kids and dogs at the same time? All right. I mean, that's that's a this is legit. I'm sure a lot of people think about when but you have pets. I feel like if there's a full-blown full fire, your dog is going to be too scared to do anything, and you're going to have to pick them up. Correct. That's and that's exactly what happened with a man uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, he's from Darlington, Wisconsin, which is southern Wisconsin. He's lucky to be alive after he attempted to rescue all his dogs from a house fire. So last Thursday, he was home alone when his house began to fill with smoke. He ran downstairs and saw his whole chair, blankets, and couch were on fire. Oh. He has five dogs. They're all huddled in a corner, scared and not knowing what to do. So he quickly figured out I'm going to have to grab each dog individually and bring them out of the house. I don't know if they're little dogs, big dogs. They didn't say he was able to get three of the dogs out of the house, but came to the heartbreaking conclusion. He could not get back in the house to get the other two dogs. No, he said all my oxygen would just went right out of me. Um, And so he got sent off to the hospital, not knowing what happened. And some firefighters were able to uh, thankfully rescue the two other dogs that were stranded in the house, but they were barely breathing, so they were rushed to a veterinarian two hours away in Waukesha. Thankfully, the dogs will be okay and are making a fast recovery. But on top of this, he has four kids. So he obviously was saying he was just so grateful his kids weren't in the house. Right. The house is a total loss. They didn't have insurance. No. And so they lost everything. I mean, he has his kids and his dogs, and he said he's... Grateful to the first responders, uh, his family, neighbors, the community for helping out. And there's a GoFundMe page uh, to help the family get back on their feet. And they've raised thirteen thousand dollars so far. Yeah, I mean they just they've just they're starting from scratch. They have nothing. So oh. just one of those things that's so sad. But that's why you kind of need to have a plan. Right. Like you need to have a plan with your kids. And my dad was an insurance man, so he was like hyper hyper. Um, sensitive of that. Like for the upstairs part of our house, we had a ladder you could throw out a window to get out of the house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, which I thought would be cool to just do one day. <laughs> um, and uh, being the rocket scientist kid that I was. Yeah. Uh, my bedroom's right above the kitchen. Okay. Uh, so my mom and dad saw me shimmying down the ladder because they were sitting at the kitchen table. Nice. <laughs> So I got super busted. Love that for you. Yeah. Oh, God. They were not happy. First of all, because I, I busted the screen when I took it off to hang the ladder down there. Then that I climbed down a ladder from the second story of a house. Not safe. And third, it's for emergencies only. Come on, Gene. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway, my dad, we had a plan. Um in the house, like where you would go if there was a fire to touch doors. I mean, he was very, I mean, we had a, we had an artificial Christmas tree for crying out loud. And he'd turn that off because he's afraid the lights would get it too hot. Oh, my biggest fear is the air fryer. Like I love the air fryers, but I've heard way too many horror stories. 
What? Oh, yeah, like house house fires from air fryers. Really? Yeah, from air fryers being uh, plugged in and stuff. Oh, well, that's toasters, too. Oh. I always unplug my toaster. And I don't, I don't, I don't keep all my, I keep my microwave, toaster, and my air fryer all unplugged if I'm not using them. Nice. For that exact reason. Because, yeah, toasters do that, too, where they've uh, caught on fire. So, um, again, we're not trying to bum anybody out. Just, uh, just a heads up, especially if you have kids. Make a plan with your kids on what to do in case there's a fire. And uh, if you have pets, you know, it, 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 it's, it's sad. It comes down to one of those where he did the best he could. He got three of the dogs out, but uh, thankfully the other two dogs survived. So uh, we got all the details on that. And if maybe you want to help the family out, their GoFundMe page got a link to their GoFundMe page at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. We've got Lil Nas X on the way to a leap or two. And the weekend is next on Mix108. A couple minutes information update from WDAO. Plus, don't forget Ian's toolbox, always a good one. That's in minutes right here on Mix 108. Here's what's trending. Openest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. All right, let's open this bad boy up. Starting off up in Canada, a Canadian woman, oh boy, is uh, suing a bar. After causing over $10 million in damage because she was so drunk. So here's the deal, Gene. She left a Marilyn Manson concert. She was completely bombed. She crashed into a house, ruptured a gas line, and triggered a massive explosion that destroyed four houses. Oh, my God. Luckily, nobody were in the houses at the time. But, like, over $10 million in damage. Four houses completely destroyed. Could you imagine? No. Like, coming home and seeing nothing. Just, like, parts of what you used to live in. Ugh. I just, I can't believe it. Anyway, she's suing the bar because she claims she was over-served. Wow. Yep. Yep. Heading down to Georgia... A man was busted for shoplifting at a Walmart, and when cops showed up, well, he was even in more trouble because officers found 37 pounds of marijuana in his trunk. And uh, he... he God, that's so much. Yep. He, uh, when officers asked if he had anything to say, he said he uh, shouldn't, he shouldn't have skipped scanning items in the self-checkout lane. That's all he had to say about it. Oh, my God. Lastly, in Tennessee, a man was driving drunk when he realized he should not be the one driving. So instead, he let his five-year-old son take over the wheel, and they crashed into the neighbor's yard. Yeah, surprise. I just, like, I have so many questions. One, you should never drive drunk. Two, if you are drunk, why is your five-year-old in the car? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Luckily, everyone's okay, but that should have never happened. So that's Come gonna on. Do, that's gonna do for my toolbox, Gene. It just really makes you sometimes just step back and go, "How do these people exist?" Right. You know, like some of the things these 
these people do. It's like, how, are, how do you survive? So the neighbor whose mailbox that they crashed into, um, her late husband installed the mailbox made from metal and concrete, stood there for 45 years. She said she's glad that, like, the kid's okay and everyone's okay, but, like, why was a five-year-old driving the car and why was he drunk with the five-year-old? Well, yeah. And obviously with him being drunk, he's not thinking straight. So that happens. Rosalind right now. This is Snap on Mix 108. Good morning. Degrees, downtown Duluth. And that's what we're going to top out for the day. So Ian uh, put together a cool article of... 13 Minnesota celebrities where they went to high school. You know, I didn't even realize like how many celebrities were actually from Minnesota but moved away at an early age, like Vince Vaughn, Chris Pratt. There's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. And so I just thought it was fun to see like, hey, where do these guys go to high school? Right. Probably the closest one. Of course, everyone knows Jessica Lang from American Horror Story. Uh Walking down the hallways to Cloquet High School. Yep. Just insane to me. And I had to put my boy CJ Ham on the list just because I went well, to high school with him. Well, yeah, but he's a celebrity. Uh, who was your favorite on this list? Um, well, of course, Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he went to North High School, but instead uh, went Central High School, Minneapolis. I don't think that's around anymore. Um, and then probably the Coen Brothers. <laughs> yeah? You like the Coen oh, Brothers? Oh, my God. Fargo's like my favorite movie of all time. St. Louis Park. Yep. I love them. And uh, Josh Hartnett, just a. Uh, a little tidbit for you. He used to have a house on Lake of the Isles. Right. I don't think he does anymore, but uh, it's down from the Mary Tyler Moore house. Oh, MTM. <clears throat> Love that show. And uh, I, a friend of mine's brother lives in the Mary Tyler Moore house. Now. Ooh. He bought it. I really enjoyed uh, Sean William Scott. I heard a story. You know, he was most famous for his role as Stifler in American Pie. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, I heard a story that he was out visiting friends in California and he was like telling this crazy story at dinner when like a uh, scouting agent or talent agent or whatever, like saw how he was like his little like, you know, antics or whatever. And they're like, yes, you need to be stifler. And I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, I'm going to believe it. I think he was a perfect stifler. I mean, oh, 100%. But the problem is, is I think that kind of pigeonholed him a little bit because you don't really hear him doing much now. Well, so that's tough. My favorite movie with him was The Rundown with The Rock. I never saw that movie. Oh, it is action, humor. Christopher Walken's in it. Little thunder, little lightning. These you guys' friends. Oh, it was so good. Anyway, he's from Cottage Grove. <laughs> and Nick Swartz is my other favorite. Yes. I absolutely love him. He went to St. Paul Central High School. Um, the class clown, big surprise before he met Adam Sandler. Did stand up, and then of course he's been in a ton of movies. And oh yeah, he was in Reno, <laughs> Reno nine one one. Terry, oh on his God. little skates, the f- funniest, the best character ever on that show. His best That's... movie was Grandma's Boy, though, hands down. Oh God, that was a funny movie. But I love him in all the Adam Sandler movies too. He's always like the total buffoon guy. Oh yeah. But um, so you can check it out at mix one hundred eight dot mix one hundred eight mix one hundred eight app. It's kind of interesting. Um, because, you know, a lot of uh, celebrities, like you said, too, were the, they were born in Minnesota, but then their parents moved when they were really little. Right. So, you know, these these people have a little more roots, I would say, in Minnesota. Mm, for sure. So, again, check it out. Mix108.com. Mix108 app. We got music on the way from Gail, Sam Smith, Kim Petras, and Imagine Dragons. Enemy is next on Mix108. Hey, Twin Ports. Matt. Time right now is 732, currently 25 degrees. Downtown Duluth. So this is 
you know, every once in a while you hear these stories. Like when when Ian does his toolbox, I I just was saying this like, how do how do these people even exist? Like, right. what is wrong with you that you act like this? So here's another story that blew up on Reddit, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that uh, nobody was on the uh, woman's side on this. So a woman is being slammed online after admitting she didn't want her husband to walk his sister down the aisle at the sister's upcoming wedding. So this woman actually went on Reddit's event and it backfired. Uh, She said she finds it weird that her sister-in-law asked her husband to accompany her down the aisle even though her father's still alive. She said, my husband Mike is 37. He's the oldest one in the family. He's pretty close to his sister Beth, who's 28. Okay. They spend... They spend almost all week together. Beth had issues with her father growing up. She uh, went wanted no contact with him after he took her first car and damaged it. She only remained in contact with Mike since everybody else judged her for the relationship with their dad. So she asked Mike to walk her down the aisle, and he agreed. Wait, hold on. So Mike is is her, uh, his sister, her sister? Wait, his sister? Wait. It's the woman the woman that wrote, wrote to Reddit. That's her husband. Oh, right, 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 right. But the husband is the brother to the woman that he's walking down the aisle. Correct. correct? Yes. Okay. What's what's wrong with this? Right. So um, she's saying she was taken aback and it felt a bit odd because her dad is alive. They're on speaking terms again, and he's going to be at the wedding. Um, and she said, this isn't a place for her older brother, but her father. Uh, the woman even confronted her sister-in-law about oh, her feelings, geez. upsetting her in the process. Her husband says she's being unreasonable and possibly causing him to miss something so sentimental. And if anything, he feels honored to be asked to do this for her and that uh, she should stop worrying about what others might say. Now we're having a conflict. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So the Reddit comments roasted her to tell her to, Good. they all basically told her to mind her own business. Yeah. I think it's weird that this woman, the wife, is having a conniption over this. I 100% agree. 100% agree because she doesn't know what the relationship was between the sister and the father. Right. I mean, I don't care if they're in speaking terms. No. It's her brother for crying and out loud. it's her wedding. She could have anyone walk her down the aisle. I just don't get why this wife would be so weird about That's it. That's weird, yeah. Like, I could maybe see if it was, like, a girlfriend and she was being petty. Yeah. Like, oh, you walk your sister down the aisle, but we're not engaged yet. Or who knows? But, you know, they're, are, they're married. It's like, what? what? So I love that. I, lo- I love the fact that she went on Reddit thinking she's going to have all these people having her back. And she just got roasted. Just got absolutely burned. Yeah, I don't understand people's thought processes. It's like, are you kidding that you're going to write that on Reddit and think that people are going to rally behind you? What's wrong with you? I'd be more surprised if even one person agreed with her. Oh, my God. You know the husband's sitting there reading all the Reddit comments going. (laughs) Did you see this one? Hey, how about this one? Oh, look at here. Right? I'm telling you what. I don't mean to be petty, but I'd throw in her face and be like, look, I'm not the only one that feels this way. You're being insane. So, you know what? How about you just not come to the wedding if you're going to act like this? Draw the line. Draw the line. And then sleep on the couch for the next month. Next month That's why you got to make sure you buy a nice couch. Yes, exactly. Or you have a spare bedroom. True. So there you go. I don't, I don't know. That's my own personal opinion. I think that the woman's being insane for that. And 
you know what? Stay out of it. And he's honored that his sister asked, and you're being petty, so knock it off. Jack's on the way. Steve Lacey, too, and Megan Trader made you look. That's next on Mix 108. This is the Northland's number one. one coming up next hour. We'll check in with Animal Allies in the Pet of the Week. I cannot wait to talk about her. <laughs> She's Pictures, an absolute doll. Wonderful. Oh, the picture... When they say pictures say a thousand words, there's no question about that. So. Did you see all three pictures? I, I kept I kept clicking through like oh, I love them so much. She just looks super surprised or scared as oh, just the doll. So we're gonna find out all the details about the pet of the week. Plus, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin fish containing some high levels of a certain chemical. Mm. Something to be aware of, especially a lot of people out there ice fishing. So we'll give you all the details on that. And an information update is next on Mix 108. Hey, Tim downtown Duluth. And uh, I don't know if this would be ideal temperatures for the, uh, the John Bear Grease. I think it'd be hard for the dogs to be able to grip. What are ideal temperatures? I don't know, but I think it's kind of my, this might be kind of warm. Well, maybe the mushy, uh, the mushy trails would be better. I'm not sure, but it's that time of year again for the fantastic Northland tradition. 39th running of John Bergery sled dog marathons about to get underway. Uh, it's happening at the end of the month before the race begins. So everyone's invited for a series of different events. The first, first one is this Saturday at Lakeview National Golf Course in Two Harbors. Uh, it's a two-mile class or one-quarter-mile beginner course, uh, and mushers check in at 11. So uh, it's it's a two-mile class, and so you get to learn how to mush. All right, you ready for this, Gene? Sled dogs run best at temperatures ranging from 20 degrees below zero to zero degrees. I thought it was too warm. Yeah, yep. when temperatures sense. are higher, dogs risk overheating and sustaining injuries from stepping on bramble. Yep, that makes sense. So let's hope that uh, we get some more snow and uh, also uh, temperatures are a little cooler for the uh, big event on January 28th. That's when they have the, uh, that's when it kicks off. I have a funny story regarding the Bear Grease. When I first moved Ooh, here, too. worked at a different uh, radio station. We were in Canal Park, right? Yeah. And, uh, I was there on a Saturday and I was there by myself and I'd been in Duluth maybe a week. And so I had the, the blinds drawn. And so I, you know, couldn't really see what's going on outside. So I'm just sitting in the studio by myself, just like, dun, 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 dun. I'll suddenly hear like all these dogs barking and I'm like, what is going on? And so I go over to the window and in grandma's restaurant parking lot, cause I guess that's where the bear grease used to take off. Yeah. Like in canal park. And I saw just hundreds of dogs, and I'm like, what is happening? Because I had no idea about the bear grease. I mean, I literally had been here like a week. Right. And so I called somebody from the station. I go, oh, my God, there's like 200 dogs in the parking lot. I don't know what's going on. They're like, Somebody help. They're like, yes, the bear grease dog race. I'm like, oh, okay, right on. Sorry to bother you. I also have a bear grease story. Uh, so when I was young, it's a, it's a different story. When I was young, like a little ginger nugget, uh, we went and did Bear Grease Bingo. And I thought I won a van. I got the bingo and I thought my prize was a van. I'm jumping up and down. I want a van. I want a van. Uh, turns out I won a ham. And it wasn't a van. And I, was, I was very disappointed. I was like eight years old. It was, it was rough. That is rough. I feel bad for you. Yeah. I wanted my van. Dang it. I want a van. (laughs) 
Oh, my mom could not stop laughing. She was oh like dying God. hysterically. That is so great. Well, if you want more details on all the uh, events surrounding uh, the Bear Grease, because on that day, there's lots of stuff going on in the cutest puppy contest, opening ceremony, then, of course, the start of the race. We got all the details for you at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. And uh, the picture of these dogs, they are just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, these dogs are. that they're unbelievable athletes, that's for sure. And the mushers, too. It takes a lot. I actually got a chance to mush. Oh, how was that? Um, oh, my God. It was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. The first, I started, I was in a basket, and we were heading through the woods, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I had my hands, like, on my chest the whole time because I was afraid my <laughs> arms were going to get lopped off by a tree Yeah, because you're going so fast. And then the uh, musher gentleman said to me, he goes, okay, hang on, Gene, because there's going to be a drop because we're going into the lake. Uh, yeah, it was like a four-foot drop. Ugh. So the dogs are going so fast that I was kind of airborne for a minute, and then it was like, <laughs> so once we were in the open area in the lake, then I got to mush because I there was no worry of me, like, hitting anything. Or, there you go. You know, the dogs, whatever. Like, they didn't have to maneuver around anything. It was just a straight shot across the lake. But it's hard. You got to keep your feet on there, and it's a lot. But I think it's exciting. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, speaking of dogs, good segue. We've got uh, Animal Allies Pet of the Week, Ooh. and it uh, looks like he could be one of the one of the mushing dogs for sure. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to get all the details coming up in just a little bit. we got Catch of the Weekend and One Republic on the way to Mix 108. Modeling clearance on 25 degrees, downtown Duluth. That's where we're going to be sticking <laughs> for the day. And in the studio, we have Ken Bueller. Hi, Ken. Uh, good morning, Gene. Thanks for having me. So 50th anniversary, crazy. you guys have a lot of stuff going on. At, well, no, uh, I was only married for three years. <laughs> oh, come oh, on, Jim, get it right. <laughs> Not your personal anniversary. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. North Shore Scenic Railroad. Uh, yeah. uh, Lake Spear Railroad Museum was founded in 1973. This is our 50th anniversary year at the St. Louis County Depot as a major tourist destination here in Duluth. We're celebrating and coming up Saturday, we have a very special event, which is our wine tasting dinner. Wow. It'll be uh, Saturday night, this Saturday. Um, what we did was worked out a deal with the Chez Chouan Winery in the Willamette Valley of Oregon. And they're sending a guy by the name of Bill Hansen over, and he is their sommelier. And he is going to host a wine-tasting dinner at the depot in the Lake Spear Railroad Museum, Trackside. And he'll explain five different wines and why they were paired with five different courses that are catered by Chef Jonathan from Midcoast Catering. And uh, so it's a wine and dinner a combination, and uh, it's part of our 50th anniversary, and you can get tickets at DuluthTrains.com. It's going to be delicious. I wish you would have brought them with this yeah, morning so yeah, you could yeah. wine and dine <laughs> us. Come on, Ken. I'm sorry. Yeah, that would have been nice uh, to be able to uh, have a morning glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> that could have gotten us in trouble, at least me Ooh, for sure. Yeah, you guys are already in trouble. So that's going on this Saturday, and uh, you get, you have another event, the Jazz at the Depot. Well, we've been doing this now for a couple of years. Um, what happened was the Club Saratoga decided not to do jazz anymore. So we picked up the Club Saratoga Jazz Band, which was Paul Irino, Randy Lee, uh, Jonathan, and uh, Rick Bruner. And um, uh, we just uh, brought them over to the depot, made them put clothes on. And uh, now they are the jazz at the depot every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 6. 
and uh, you get to visit the museum. Uh, we have a full bar. We have a concession stand uh, staffed by volunteers, I'd like to point out. And uh, it's a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Stay if you'd like. Come early for the jazz. Stay and have dinner with us. And tickets are available still at DuluthTrains.com for that wine tasting dinner starting at 7 o'clock this Saturday evening. All right. That sounds great. And uh, it's, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing all these other kind of events. I think it's really fun. Well, you know, it's the winter. And obviously, as a destination tourist attraction, Lake Spear Railroad Museum and North Shore Scenic Railroad uh, survive on our summer business, like, you know, the Aquarium or the Irvin or Glensheen or any sure, of the other great right. attractions. And the problem is the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. So doing other things like jazz at the depot on every Saturday now through the end of April or a special uh, Saturday night uh, wine dinner. Um, those are the things that keep it interesting. And uh, you, when you come, you support the museum. That's the important thing. Right. Uh, for 50 years, the Lake Spear Railroad Museum has preserved the artifacts of railroad history, but more importantly, the Railroad Museum has, well, we tell the stories of the men and women that built the railroads that built our great country. And we preserve those stories and share them. And that's really what we do. And by coming to events like a jazz at the depot or a dinner or something like that, uh, you're actually supporting the preser preservation of these stories and artifacts that are so very important to our region. You know, at one time, one in four families here in Duluth, Minnesota, one in four made their living off of a railroad. Wow. Can you imagine that? Nope. I mean, that it, between the Northern Pacific, Great Northern, the Duluth, Misabi, and Iron Range, and its predecessor railroads, one in four families in Duluth made their living by working on the railroad. Wow. It's crazy. So that's a big history to preserve. That's what we do. When you come to events at the depot and Lake Spear Railroad Museum, like Jazz or their dinner this Saturday night, you are helping to preserve those stories and our history, which we all share together. Absolutely. So it's a great event for locals. And, yes. uh, and you know, if there's people from out of town, you're welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> Everyone's there, welcome. Go. there, oh, there go. we go. Okay. Wanted to clear Thanks, that up. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks so much, Ken. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we've got music from Beyonce, Glass Animals 2, and Taylor Swift, Antiheroes, next on Mix 108. Hey, it's Ian from Mix 108. Ian 7, we're wrapping things up here, but just want to remind you, tomorrow we're we have our fourth gender reveal. So <laughs> if uh, we have one slot left... So if you are somebody that uh, wants us to do the gender reveal for your baby, info at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Ian's going to be kicking off 80 minutes of music commercial free, fueled by Quick Trip. Plus I want the morning show to end. Plus he's got his throwback song of the day. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. We'll be back at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Have a great rest of your day tomorrow. Already Thursday. This week's flying by. Yay. See ya. Here's what's trending.